beautiful souls and welcome to the Find Your Feminine podcast with your host Carly Jade. My purpose and mission for this life is to help women just like you reawaken their truth through the powers of hypnotherapy, subconscious reprogramming and tantric and neo-tantric embodiment practices. The wild feminine within us all is our greatest teacher and healer. She shows us our unapologetic truth. She embodies our pleasure and she magnetizes our manifestations and abundance into reality. This podcast is designed for you to create a deeper, deeper connection with your feminine through your mind, body, and soul, so you can create and design a life wilder than your wildest dreams. So without further ado, let's jump straight into today's juicy episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the podcast. If you can hear the beautiful nature sounds around, that is because I'm in a beautiful Airbnb up on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, and there's really not much I can do about it. (laughs) Uh, Today is uh, an audio taken from a live, an Instagram live that I did on Instagram. It is speaking about the attachment styles and how it literally goes into and weaves into every aspect of our being. So I hope you enjoy, obviously it's set as a live, so I'm talking to people and things like that, but yeah, I hope you enjoy beautiful one and sending you so much love. Hello, hello, hello. I have the beautiful podcast mic here because I'm going to record it as a podcast at the same time. I was like, two birds, one stone. How perfect. Um, I'll just wait a few seconds for some people to join. Also, bougie cup. I'm like, it sets the theme and the mood of today. Beautiful. Hope it's sunny and delicious where you are from. It is rainy in the Sunshine Coast, but I sort of like it. Sort of a vibe. Um, As I was talking about this morning on my stories and in the post that I posted a couple of days ago around the idea that how you do sex is how you do life and how everything in our life is all connected at the end of the day, I just wanted to jump on live and just share and break that down a little bit more because I don't think we really give enough attention to how this really affects every part of our life. Hello Anne, hello Ash, Miranda, yay. Um, It's something that I sort of made the connection really recently to be honest and I was like, holy shit. Um, I'll share a little bit about my sort of story. So I'm avoidant and I sort of go between secure and avoidant attachments. I'll sort of go through them in a moment and how they affect our money, how we bring money in, how we let it out and how it affects our sex life, our relationships um, and our career as well. So it's going to be a really juicy live. So yes, any questions that you have put into the chat box as well. But yeah, I was sort of sitting there one day and I always thought I was avoidant, but I never really knew the degree of it until I had to do my accounts. And I was like, I haven't checked this 
my business accounts and I was like I haven't checked this for probably three months why is that and I was like holy shit I'm like super avoidant I was avoiding my money but I was and then I was like hang on let me look at my uh relationship and I was like damn there was some stuff I was avoiding in there too um when Matthew and I fight I tend to just shut down I shut off um intense because I don't want to I don't want to go deep within those like confrontations if that makes sense but yeah it was really interesting um lately I've been a lot better with it but by no means am I perfect which is obviously why I wanted to jump on today but yeah I wanted to dive into first of all like we when people talk about attachment styles they're usually talking about it in relationships so I want to I want to take it like the whole wide round um so if you haven't heard of secure attachment before that is like obviously the name suggests it's probably I wouldn't say it's the best I guess it is the best it's the most healthiest (laughs) Um, attachment style usually if you have a secure attachment style you most likely had parents that uh, you knew that they would always come back if they left you you had a very good relationship with them your parents made you feel really safe and secure Um, and a secure attachment style in relationships because basically you have a attachment style with your parent obviously when you're a little child and then when you grow up you have attachment style with your significant other so it sort of switches Um, so it's really important just to really notice uh, what style you're in. So yeah, attachment style with a secure one, it's like you're able to form those really loving relationships with others. And it, obviously most most importantly, your significant other. Um, there's a deep trust between both of you as well. Um, and as we go into like avoidant, which is what I was talking about before, which I am, <laughs> um, you have avoidant people generally have like a fear of intimacy. Hello, Cara. A fear of getting too close, a fear of feeling too much. And uh, that can bring up a lot. Uh, Based on my childhood, it was a survival mechanism to be avoidant. uh, And mainly like whatever attachment style you are, that generally was a a survival mechanism for you too. So just remember that. So yeah, avoidance in relationships. uh, Yeah, it's just like that that fear of getting a little bit too close. Maybe they don't want to open up. Maybe they don't want to be their full selves and their full expression. So yeah, that would be avoidant. Anxious, they have more of a fear of abandonment. So if you had parents uh, that didn't come back when they say they were would, um, if they were absent, if they weren't around in your life growing up, quite often this can play out as an anxious attachment style in a relationship. So this can look like always texting, like, where are you? Oh my God, you're cheating on me uh worrying about yeah obviously the text is a big one in today's one a day world um but also making up like really crazy things it's like the really needy anxious like I just I need approval basically um and which makes sense because that person who is the anxious attachment um has that style didn't get the reassurance from their parents they were like well I don't know when you're coming back I don't know if we like it's just not very clear so of course that child doesn't feel safe in their body because this person that's meant to love them isn't there so of course it creates that anxiety so if that is not healed uh it will play out in the relationships um in every other area in our life thank you Anne. there's so much more to come (laughs) i'm glad it's making sense um and 
Yeah, four. And the last one is disorganized. Um, hello, Ash. The disorganized attachment style is a bit of a blend of avoidant and anxious. It's like the hot and cold. It's the parent that... Um, it's like the parent that's supposed to be there, supposed to love you, and maybe they that they there they are there in your life. However, they're the ones maybe causing the abuse. So it's a bit it's confusing for a little child to have a disorganized uh, attachment style because they they don't know where they fit. They're like a bit avoidant, bit attachment. It's like a oh that my parents went to love me. They're saying they love me. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pull closer to that. And then at the and then they go, then they hurt you physically, emotionally, sexually, then they abuse you and you're like, well, I'm just really confused. Um, so a disorganized attachment style can be caused from that. It's sort of like that child is just a bit, it's like it doesn't know where to file their feelings, basically. So that's where the name from comes from, disorganized. Um, so that's how they sort of play out in a romantic relationship. And this is what I really want to get into. It affects every area of our life, not just our relationships. And I was sort of like, once I made the connection, I literally got a piece of paper out. And I'm like, I'm going to draw a dot here. Wow, that's the same. Wow, that's the same. And I was like, it's all connected. If anyone's watching Manifest at the moment on Netflix, or they always say it's all connected. And I've been using it so much. I'm like, it's so true. Best show ever. If you haven't read it, you need to. Um, but yeah, I want to show you how this affects our money. So if people have a secure attachment, most likely they're going to have a secure attachment with money and our attachment styles can change based on different, hello Nicole, based on different um, situations that they're in, different moods and things. But if you have a secure attachment in your relationship, it's quite often you'll have a secure attachment in with money as well. And this can look like you trusting money. You know that it's going to come in. You know that you are going to be provided and loved and held by your money. You love watching it come in. You love spending it. It's that beautiful flow. It's not like worrying about money basically um, and people with a secure attachment with money generally have a lot of it because they have a really beautiful relationship with their their money however they make it um, and obviously everyone wants to be up there <laughs> so I generally said if you if you want to have a beautiful relationship with your money look at all the other areas in your life first because they do influence yeah every area. Um, people with an anxious attachment style, they, with their money stories, uh, they tend to hold on to their money. So they're like the really penny pinches, like they don't want to waste their money. They're researching everything. They have that anxious, um, anxious like sensation or energies running through them and really stressed and maybe they they never have enough and they're always complaining like oh, I want to do this but I never have enough money and blaming everyone else for stealing their money all the, all the things that they have to spend it on it's that really like jittery energy of um, an anxious and if anything comes up today and you're like oh that's me amazing that's totally fine I put my hand up, I'm avoidant. <laughs> I'm not sharing this to be like, I'm amazing and you guys need to heal yourselves. I just want to bring this to the table. I want to. I want all of us to start talking about this because one, no human is perfect, but bringing um, consciousness to what these things are is like the most vital part. So yeah, anxious attachment uh, with our money story generally pays out with that, like um, not or stressing around when you're going to get more and not spending more. It's like... 
that same thing of having an anxious attachment style with your parent not knowing when they're going to come or when they're going to leave and just feeling really unsafe. Um, hey, Bianca and Thea, hello. Um, and then we go into, yay, I'm glad it is. <laughs> We've got so much, so much to go into. Um, people with an avoidant attachment style, like me, I can talk very good about this, uh, with money. This played out for me anyways, looking like, I wouldn't check my bills. If a bill came in, uh, like I would just not look, I would look away. I, I couldn't look at it. I would make sure all my bills are on auto payment. So I know like on the 20, uh, on the Tuesdays I get paid, my bills come out on the Wednesday. And then literally what I used to do is just swipe my card and be like, I think there's like $800 on there. Like I'll just spend what I can. And I just didn't want to open my bank. Because I already had that avoidant style, I know that if I open my bank, obviously it's not full of millions of dollars, I would feel really bad about myself and I would feel really like, honestly, it felt really sick. I love money now, but at the time when I was working in corporate, I had such a really, really, really negative um, belief around money. So that's been one of my biggest things starting a business is my money story. Um, and obviously cultivating that. But yeah, having that avoidant attachment style, you ignore your bills, you don't check your bank. Uh, and it just, it's a really negative thing because imagine how money feels to be in a relationship with you. Like imagine if you're in this like relationship with your man or your woman and they just don't look at you, they don't, they think you're disgusting. They don't want to like stare at you or give love or pay attention or talk nicely about you. Like the relationship I had with money then, money was like, well, I don't want to give her any more of me because this is like not nice. Um, so it makes total sense as to why that was like, uh, I wasn't getting more of it and I was always stressed and always like not living abundantly. Um, so that would be avoidant attachment style with money and then disorganized because it's like disorganized, as I said before, is a bit of a hot cold. It's like that person that reads all the money books. They want to learn. They, they read the Barefoot Investor. Um, they like look into crypto. They look into stocks and they're like, yeah, I really want to learn all this stuff. And then they start to get money, but then they can't hold it. So they spend it all or it doesn't feel safe or they get money and they don't feel worthy of the money. So they literally let go of it. And like, how can I spend all of this money because... I'm not enough. And again, you're not consciously thinking these thoughts. These are some conscious thoughts. Um, these are things that are programmed into your brain to believe. And if you want to have a look at like your attachment style, you want to know, obviously you can do, well, not obviously, but you can do an online um, quiz. If you want, just literally type in attachment styles and a quiz will come up. Um, but look at how you were raised? Were, was your parents always there? Were they not? Were they sometimes there? Were they reliable? Did they say things? Did they make you feel safe? Did they make you feel loved? Um, that would definitely most likely give you a really good indication whether you had uh, or what attachment style you sort of had with uh, your parents and it influences your money. So yeah, disorganized, it's like, I want it to come in. I'm like, I want to hustle. I want to like do all the work. And then when it finally comes in, you're like, oh no, I need to spend it. I need to let it go or just have all those, those um, leaks in the bank or like those things that we pay for that we forget to even stop paying for, if that makes sense, like memberships that we bought five years ago and we're like, oh, I feel bad. I never want to. Yeah. Anyways, you get, you guys get what I mean. <laughs> um, and next is our sex. 
So how our attachment style affects our sex life is dramatic. It's crazy. So if you have a secure attachment style, uh, most likely when you do have sex, it's like beautiful, it's flourishing, you feel a deep connection with your lover. Uh, it's really a special moment between two of you because you trust yourself, they trust themselves. And th for this, both um, people need to have a secure attachment as well. You can't just have one person that has a secure attachment and the other one's like anxious. It doesn't work like that. Um, so I'm talking about like two partners or multiple um, in a secure attachment, loving fest. And this is like where we are able to have the most like mind-blowing um, sex that we want when we both have that secure attachment style with one another because we deeply, deeply, deeply trust the other person. Like trust is... Ugh. So powerful. Um, if you're an anxious uh, type, uh, sex could look like you worrying all the time. Oh my god, did I? Do I look skinny enough? Do I look hot enough? Oh my god, they just touched my belly. I'm all flabby there. Or is my cellulite showing? Uh, oh my god, what are they thinking? Do they think I'm hot anymore? Oh my god, they're gonna leave me. That's the the, the anxious uh, sensation coming through as well. So. Again, it's like you can see the link in all of them. They all resonate and they're all so interlaced. It's so interesting. Um, disorganized or avoidant, sorry. Avoidant sex is like, this is me as well. So I can speak to it really good. Um, for me anyway, avoidant sex was like just doing it, but not actually being there like emotionally, because again, avoidant people don't want to feel the depths of their emotion. This is why I feel so strongly about the work that I do now, because I literally had to go through it myself. Um, I used to have sex out of like a wound of a masculine wound that I had. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe if I do all these things of like what women are supposed to do, then I'll feel something. But my body was so shut off. So avoidant sex can look like you you're physically having sex, but you can't feel anything. This might look as like your body really uh, being really numb to the sensation. Um, and again, it's just like, it's just too much to feel. So it's easier to shut off. They're like the, the people that don't want to see, they don't want to feel, they don't want to interact. They're happy to do the thing, but they're just like not there entirely. Uh, and disorganized sex are the people that like, I really feel like disorganized sex are the people that are maybe a bit people pleasy, like maybe they give in a little bit easier as well, like uh, maybe they start before they're actually fully ready or maybe they're not even in the mood and they're just doing it to people please that other person. Um, but it's like the moment you get into it, then you shut off. So it's like that people pleaser, anxious I want to make sure that the other person still loves me. I'm scared that they're going to lose me. So then we, yeah, we literally start start having sex. And then uh, after a bit, you shut down out of that fear of that abandonment, like that or feeling too much, that um, avoidant piece as well. So they're the two coming together, disorganized, uh, anxious and avoidant attached. Um, so yeah, it's like that. You're, you're, you're feeling really craved to... Um, be loved and to be held and you go into that with those intentions but the minute you feel too much you shut down how our attachment styles this is the last one I'm going to do how our attachment styles affect our career so I I'm going to relay this as if like someone's doing like a corporate job um just because I found a lot of them came out when I was doing a corporate job so it made it easy just to like speak from that behalf um but say if you have a secure attachment if you're working whether it's in your business or working for someone else or you're a mum, whatever you do you know that you're enough 
you're like, yeah, my work is fucking amazing. Like I can show up. I know I'm the shit. Like I trust that. I trust that uh, what I need to do comes through. I trust that I do it properly. I'm divinely guided. I trust that clients are going to come into my field. I just know that things are happening for me because they have that secure attachment style. Um, I wouldn't say it's like cocky. It's just like owning. It's just owning your shit, just being really confident. Um, And whereas like an anxious person in the workplace can look like, Maybe they're always like, oh my God, am I going to get in trouble today? Oh my God, when, when are they going to praise me? Like, am I doing a good job? Like no one ever says that I'm doing a good job. Why can't someone just like pull me up and be like, you're doing a great job. And this came out sometimes, um, or actually a lot when I worked in corporate as well. I was like, please, someone just tell me I'm doing a good job. Um, and that can play out in some anxious types as well. The avoidant person, which I always was, um, was the person with 150 unread emails. <laughs> Um, and to a degree, I still am that person, but it's that person that doesn't want to connect deeply with like, like, again, it's just avoiding everything that they really need to do. I remember going to work and I would avoid the things that I need to do all the time. And then it would come to crunch time when those things are due. I'd be like, oh, and I would have to pull an all nighter or start. I've started, I used to start work at 3am sometimes. It was crazy. Um, but me being avoidant, it just was a bloody waste of time. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's sort of like, that person maybe doesn't want to connect with other colleagues really deeply because that, that, that uh, maybe they don't want to make friends because that of that fear of like um, abandonment again. So they just avoid it altogether and just like they go to work, they do their thing, they leave it, but they don't really embody everything. They don't embody their fullness. They don't like go, go hard at the job. So um, avoidant people like me. Can it plays out I, when I was thinking about it, I was like, yeah, 150 unread emails sounds really average to me, to be honest. Um, and then just organize again is like that mix of anxious and avoidant. It's like they're the people that maybe silently go like, oh, where do I fit? Uh, I really want to have that praise. I want to I want to engage with my colleagues. I really want to be invited out when uh, they're doing lunches and and things like that um and coffee dates but then when it gets to it and you go to the actual group you actually shut down because you're like I don't want to get attached to these people I don't want to share the true depth of who I am I just want to keep this like really clean cutter like cookie cutter type of persona um so that's it what I will go through today so that was the relationships it was the money uh sex and career how the attachment styles influence all four and yeah the post that I made the other day of like how you do sex is how you do life it is so important so I would just encourage you just to really look at each and every area of your life literally get a piece of paper paper out if you want write a column in each column at the top of it write uh relationship right um money sex career and just see the links of the things that maybe you don't like doing based on what i've spoken today because i bet you you'll be able to connect them be like oh that's avoidant and that's avoidant too oh i avoid that too um or you might find that you're like a little bit secure in some areas and maybe not other areas and that's just showing you that this needs a little bit of tlc there is nothing wrong with you you don't need to change this this why i speak about the stuff is just bringing it to light and bringing the unconscious to the conscious which is all my work making sure that we are aware of our subconscious beliefs so 
Hopefully you have enjoyed that. If you want to watch it again, I will upload it on my Instagram now. And I'm also uploading the podcast so you can come check out my podcast and you can listen to it again, share it with someone that you like. 